Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Bob, hallelujah, something has dropped like ripe fruit from the tree right in our lap. It's a wonderful opportunity to get rid of property taxes. How's that, Jim? It's, it's, I, well, first of all, I want to do this because I had, again, as you can see from my hat, I had retired the grip movement, get rid of incumbent politicians because nobody seemed to be doing it. Well, some people are, but it didn't become as widespread as I had hoped. And so now, so I took the G off, and now my hat says R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. And also, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> also the PETA people, they're not going to demonstrate because I'm beating a dead horse. But right <laughs> now, I, I want to resurrect. Da-da! Yeah, okay, I want to get grip. This, you know, this is such a, a, a great thing. I'm deadly serious about this, all contrary to appearances. But we have this story. Of the lady, uh, the lady's name is Rose Iswanik, who was uh, reputed to be a hundred and hundred six years old. Six years old, she was about to lose her home because of she was behind in property taxes. Now, if that is not obscene, I can't think of anything that is. Can you imagine that she's lived in that home since the 1940s? Now, that's her case, and we'll get to what happened in a moment. How many other people? Probably how many, more, how many other people? More than we really and know. Not just old people who get thrown out of their home because of that, but the people who have to move, who have to leave. And is there a, a little bit of personal peak in this? Yeah, sure. Because what happens is after your mortgage is paid, you don't think about the property taxes while it's all being taken out as part of the mortgage. You figure out, oh, I can afford the total package. Here's what I'll do. All of a sudden, you, every time you turn around... <laughs> have to run down with a bushel basket full of money and lay it on them for your, pro- your quarterly property taxes, which we just, just right. went through. And you think about it, sometimes the property taxes annually cost more than your mortgage payments. Oh, yes, yes. And, and, and I think everybody would agree it's a despicable situation. Now, Poor woman. Here is, here is what I think we should grasp, and that is an opportunity now because of this story. And... This story got a lot of attention. Let, let me say to people who are seeing this now on, on Facebook, is it? Yeah, Facebook. Okay, please, I'd like to hear from you about this. I, I want to know what you, what you think about it, because I would like to see there be a little bit of passion toward eliminating this abomination thing that is happening to people. Now, you would have presumed that I know that there's a freeze or something for seniors where they lock in, they can apply to have some of their taxes. But even so, these are ridiculous rates that these uh, seniors All the freeze does is lock it. Right. And so what? You still still, uh, still are on a reduced income. You can't afford this. And it keeps piling up. Now, these people have worked hard. They've spent a lifetime taking care of a house, getting the house, being an honest part of the system. All of a sudden, it comes back at the end of your life when you should be able to sit back and relax a little bit. You get punished for it. Right. 
Uh, no good deed goes unpunished. I guess was the old and, old song. And you know, you, the the rose had to be feel, has to be feeling stress now relief. Of course. But you know, the old saying goes, stress kills, and we we don't know how much uh, of a of a strain that put on her system, the the uncertainty yeah. that she could have been thrown out of her home. What got me excited about it? It is an opportunity. There were a couple of things happened in the year 1990 that set off a movement called Hands Across New Jersey. Hands Across New Jersey, uh, I hope a lot of people will remember that, I won't get into the details, but it was people getting together spontaneously to oppose a tax blitz by at that time Governor Florio and some, uh, some other matters. And uh, the, I think part of the, the fervor was that people were just sick of the politics, the, the uh, political scene as a whole, and they reacted to this. Now the ultimate result of the reaction was that taxes were rolled back, the property tax was rolled back because this movement created an entire new complexion of the, the legislature. Right. And so the Republicans came in with the Democrats. It could have been the other way around. They're both equally guilty for fleecing the public for money to buy votes with, which is the basic equation. Uh, and eventually it turned a sitting governor out of office. So things can be done if enough people get involved. Now, the, uh, the lady, the uh, interesting name, too, her name is Rose, and uh, I think this lady could be kind of the Rosa Parks. Mm. Remember the courageous of course. lady who uh, started off the whole uh, civil rights movement, right. really? Would not, would not sit at the would, back of the bus? Yeah, and she decided she's mad as hell. She's not going to take yeah. it anymore. So I think this could start a movement. Now, the movement... Uh, cannot be led by politicians because right off the bat, credibility is lost because they are politicians. If a member of one party got up and says, I will lead this fight to eliminate property taxes, to find another way to fund especially education, then the other party is going to have to oppose it, even though they might agree completely with him. This is what they do. Uh, obstruction of the other party is the second biggest agenda. Uh, of politicians. First is their own career. Uh, Michael in, uh, see Michael Coleman, you, hey Michael, good morning. Uh, Michael says taxes are the main reason a lot of retirees leave New Jersey. The state is definitely not retirement friendly. Well absolutely. Michael, that is an understatement, mm -hmm. yes. Absolutely, but even aside from that, just th th there are alternative ways to fund this. This is an easy way because they've gotten away with it. And if you want to know why we're in this situation, again, go back to Steve Malanga's great story called The Mob That Whacked New Jersey, and you can get that online yeah. from the Jersey Journal, part of the Star-Ledger family of publications. Now, so many things can be done, but a movement like this needs a leader, someone to rally around. As I said, it cannot be a political figure because nobody would believe it then or it'd end up in endless squabbling. Now, here, here is the basic thing. And I jotted this down, because I get so carried away by this, heaven knows what direction I'm going in. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a guy sitting on a horse going in all directions at once. <laughs> you know? So many places to so, go. So many, so many places to go. Uh, let the elect See, we have elected representatives. This, unhappily, is the uh, way it uh, uh, works out. The elect in, in this uh, representative government, the you can make an analogy 
between the elected representatives, the legislature, legislators, and the congressmen and the like, with the uh, sort of the medieval church with the priest, who was the intercessor between you and, and God, the priest. This is between you and the government. And that's all. Then it becomes a profession. And then you get into a situation frozen in procedure and completely ineffective like the medieval church. Now, the... Uh, the, the thing that you tell the representatives, because these things will ultimately have to be done through that, let the representative know you will not take it anymore. End property taxation and uh, or be out of a job. This is what you tell them. The number one agenda is keeping their job. You threaten a, an elected official's job. You got his attention. I mean, he's all ears. So you say, do something. I don't care how you do it. Do it. We'll make a few suggestions. But you do it, end property taxation right now, or be out of a job. Mm -hmm. uh, create an alternative, spread the burden, do whatever's necessary. Now you and your, your predecessors sold out the taxpayers by generosity to organizations, uh, unions, to uh, uh, special interests of, curry of favor. all kinds, yep. to curry favor with them. And uh, this what a voracious money-sucking education system which has been a major cause of, of our problem and you just saw the the cap uh, on the superintendent's pay was lifted yeah. I mean they were getting around that anyway through perks and anyway. anything but they can certainly make more on a base salary than uh -huh. 175,000 a year now it's an interesting thought here Gary uh, Gary has interesting ideas that the government wants old people corralled in apartments so the young people can afford to pay the taxes can live in those houses you know, that sounds a little bit cynical, Gary, but I, I think surely this is, is part of the package yeah. of the thought that goes into maintaining mm -hmm. this. Uh, the other thing that I've always thought, one of the reasons... See, now, during the course of my tenure in the morning show, we talked to a lot of politicians. I would ask them why. There's always an evasive answer, and usually it gets back to this idea of home rule. Well, it would be death to my career, my job. I'd be voted out if I agreed to... Uh, do some other kind of funding that might involve consolidation, but there are ways to do this thing. You know, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. In the state of Georgia, this goes back a few years, I think they still have it, they had a scholarship program, and I forget the name of it, but they had a special lottery once a year. That money always went into a fund that would pay the tuition of any student, high school student, who maintained a B average during their college career. It would pay tuition mm -hmm. and books, right. supplies. Mm -hmm. I believe Florida has instituted that. Yeah. Some other states yeah. did too. Mm -hmm. And it worked. There's no problem. And look at the savings now to taxpayers on something like that. You know why, but talking about this on the air, you know the biggest objection we got to that was from parents who said, well, I had to pay an arm and a leg for yeah. the tuition for my kid. Why should somebody else yeah. get it free? And then we, just, just well, I absurd. think we had a couple of years ago we had that stars program. Yes, but that got completely uh, torn apart as far as funding. It went from A's and B's to select uh, classes of B's, and then it just got so watered down and just so it, uh -huh. the, the politicians trashed it. Well, I'm looking at this. This happened in uh, all right. Let me talk to Donna. Our uh, here from Donna. Most property taxes go towards schools. Yes. After a certain age, uh, reduce the homeowner's property tax by the amount of the school portion. Yes, that's, that's the thought. Yeah. 
Uh, there could be a criteria built in like having to have lived in the home for a minimum number of years. You could have a means test. There's yeah. no problem with that. Yeah, get rid of that. Now, so far as the municipal taxes are concerned, if anybody's ears went up and said, yeah, but who's going to pay for my police? Municipal taxes, in my view, in my experience, are the best buy I've got. Agreed. I mean, my taxes, wonderful deal. Yeah, mine have gone up minimally right. over the last several years. Let the municipality figure out how to handle that. Except uh, property tax, you could have head taxes. They do that yeah. in, in communities. You could learn to fund that. You, and getting back to the lottery thing, I understand that the, there is a, a, a huge amount of money in New Jersey being spent on sports betting. Right. You could tax the be dickens out of that because people are still going to do it. It goes toward paying the the school system. Now, yes. the, the the what's happened is the lawmakers have allowed the school beast, the school industry in this yeah. state, to engorge itself to the estate uh, to the extent that there's so much debt now with the pensions, the benefits, and the whole thing that it's uh, going to be a very difficult thing to deal with. But somebody's going to have to deal with it, or, as we will say, you're all out. That's it. We don't care. We know you've got problems and their difficulty. We want out. They did that in California uh, back in the 80s or the 90s. And there were some uh, elderly, well, seniors, although I hate that uh, term, but who got together and they got a movement going. But you have initiative and referendum in California where people can directly cause something to be put on a ballot. Now, you don't have that in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. God forbid you yeah. have that here. Uh, if you had it, so you can't do anything about it. Other states, 26 states have initiative and referendum. Many of them may use it to roll back the attempt of lawmakers to ex give themselves more benefits and salaries. Yeah. But this can all be done. Just tell them, I don't care how you do it. Michigan, they did it. Now, Michigan's in financial trouble, but that's something else. That's largely because it was run by Democrats. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be partisan, but if you look at it, and there's a big flap going on now with the president and the, and the, uh, with the regime in Baltimore, the fact is, no matter who believes what, these big cities that have had Democratic machines going are in big trouble. Yeah. So maybe somebody else should be given a chance. But that's neither here nor there. I'm, I'm not trying to be partisan here at all. It doesn't matter who. No. Could talk about this forever. As I said, I get very excited by the idea of a movement. Remember the hands across New Jersey? Of course. Which was following a, uh, it was an effort called Hands Across America, and it was to raise money, for, I think, for farmers who were suffering in the Midwest. Mm, yeah. It goes way back. Well, the And people actually got together and held hands right. know, and formed a chain across the country, and it was successful. So John Budzash, Pat Ralston, some of these great people who had uh, come up with this Hands Across New Jersey idea and actually very competently organized it, said, okay, one problem, we do that, who's going to hold hands across the parkway <laughs> and the turnpike? Yeah. So it changed, but they still kept the name Hands Across New Jersey. It was effective, and it was exciting, and people got into it. And uh, let's see, Melinda, thank you. That's, we'll let that one go there. Thank yeah. you very much. It's good to hear from you again. Uh, so... Just kind of laying this out, that is, that is my thought. This is a golden opportunity, a golden opportunity to start something like You need a leader. You need somebody. Now, I'm going to make a nomination, mm -hmm. and I don't know. I, I have not really discussed this with the person, but I think there is somebody right here in this radio station who would fit perfectly. Not a politician, very intelligent very rational and reasonable in his political views, 
uh, young, mm -hmm. like to me everybody is, but I mean, he, was, he, he no kidding is. And very energetic, and that's uh, Bill Spadia. Mm, yeah, you, the you morning mentioned man that at the earlier, radio yeah. station. Oh, what do you think of that? I think you're. Did you you're, mention you're that? Right, to him? I mentioned it on the oh, air good, this morning. Good. With him, he was flattered that you uh, think of him that way, and he hopes he's carrying the mantle that you started 25, 26 years ago. I wanted to go way beyond any mantle I carried. We tried, and then the mantle got heavier and heavier because <laughs> there were fewer people helping to hold it up, and it was a heavy mantle. But Bill's done a great job with it, continuing this. But I think it's seriously that he can do this because he is not a part of the political establishment. And I think he has enough of a, a, a charisma about him that people would respond to it. And there'll be other people, too, who would come in. Form an organization. I'm trying to think of an acronym, and I haven't been able to get quite to it. So let me ask you. I need an acronym for an organization like... Uh, I say similar to the hands across New Jersey, a statewide, nonpartisan, not political, non-political grassroots organization to wipe out property taxes or the education part of it. If you want, for starters, leave the local the way they are. I won't argue with that. We're just talking about the education. So fund education that the your 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 treasury has been given away in order to get the votes right. of this very powerful, the 800-pound gorilla, really politically in yeah. New Jersey. They don't need all that. <laughs> and, and, you know, and another reason Spadia would be a good uh, person to, to, to lead this effort is because he's digging in here in New Jersey. He doesn't want to leave. He, he loves it here. Yes. And yes. He, he really has a vested interest, and he really cares, and he's, you know, he's just as frustrated as you. And everybody who yes. has that same interest uh, is going to have to look at this seriously. I am in that situation if you want which is retired by and large, and you save and you scrimp and you try to figure out how to keep going, keep your home that you love, you've worked on, uh, and then pay these confiscatory property taxes, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I, I don't want to go anywhere. I love it here. This I, is my I love it here, too, but I just got socked with a 10% raise uh, in my, my property taxes, 10% increase. Uh. I didn't get a 10% raise in my uh -huh. salary, but... I mean, where am I going to find that extra $1,200, Jim? Uh, let, me, let me talk to Melinda here, who says, I agree, Bill needs to make a run again. Uh, did Bill one time, I think, he years ran ago, he ran for, for a local office. Congress. Uh, Senate? No. Assembly. Assembly, yes. Assembly, assembly. yes. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, this, could not, this should not be a political run, because once, once if, let's say Bill runs and he gets overwhelmingly elected, he still goes in to the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> or the blob. I like that. And he's one against 500. Yeah. yeah. This is a, Tom Moran, the editorial writer for the Star-Ledger, came up with this one time, and he referred to the government trend as the blob. Mm. And if you ever saw the old Steve McQueen movie, The Blob, you can understand. Used, it just eats, to, it eats over. We used to play the blob every morning. Yes. We'd beware of the blob. Beware of the blob. Beware, yeah. Okay. Now, I knew I may have uh, been a little hyper with this, but think about it, yeah, because right. I think it is very doable. And one, I think it is doable because this is an event that got a lot of publicity. It got a lot of uh, attention from Ro people. Rose a a lot of sympathy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, I, I was like, oh, the, the, the mayor of the town said, well, uh, we, we wanted to help her enroll in the senior freeze program. Who the hell cares? That just freezes it. There's right. still too much. I mean, this Absolutely. Is, you want them back. You want them gone or, or the lion's share of it. Uh, also, the mayor said a tax sale, which would have been scheduled for the fall, would not have resulted in her losing her home right away. 
she would have an opportunity by paying off the tax burden. Wow. Well, of course. But look at the stress you're putting a, 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 on a 106-year-old lady. Yeah. I, I don't care if she's 66, 56, or 26. Uh, this is ridiculous. And, it, uh, okay, now Rose says we need Bill exactly where he is. Yeah, he continues with I'm not talking about a full-time job, necessarily. Because the founders of Hands Across New Jersey, John uh, Budzash, was a mailman. Right. And uh, Pat Rawson was, I think, uh, described herself as a housewife, yeah. but, but with, with domestic duties and some other things. Uh, some of the other people, John, I can't remember, forgive me, I can't remember all the names. They were employed. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this wasn't a full-time job. This is just something they felt very passionately about. And we turned out A. Hey, is that Ray the prize guy? Is, is that really Ray? Ray from South Carolina. Ray Handel, uh, it is wonderful to hear from you. Hey, buddy. Uh, Ray says, I left New Jersey, but I didn't turn out the light because I wasn't the last to leave. That's right. But you're the closest. And, Ray, yeah. they still haven't built that damn highway through your, ha- through your town. Uh, 206, oh. they haven't finished it. Oh, my God, a trip down memory lane. Now, <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray was a promotion person here. He has to be the most competent, what, media-promoting person that ever there was. Oh, this is uh, from Dan. Dan Alexander says okay. Bill Bill Spadia ran for the House of Representatives in the 12th con- congressional okay. district. I think okay. he ran Thank against you, uh, Rush Holt. Uh, Rush it, it, Rush okay, yeah. well, this this be this as yeah. it may. We're talking about something new. I'm looking. At, maybe there's other people. If somebody wants to nominate another person, but you could get a group together. I I do this because I have a lot of respect for Bill, and I know where his head is, yeah. and I know where his abilities are, and the energy. That he has. That's right. Somebody could say, "Well, why don't you stand up and do it?" I don't have the energy left to do it. <laughs> you could have run for governor. Yeah, I would, Honestly, I, people recommended you. You you could have run for governor at one point. At one time, and you uh, probably yep. would have the, the done pro- very well. The problem with it is, if if you run for a political office, you have to give up the job in media because that's considered an unfair advantage. Any any more unfair than these these politicians who are well, also double dipping as attorneys for these local towns? Well, and yeah, but you see, they, they, double and triple <laughs> dipping into the they make the system, rules really? of what's fair and what's not fair. Well, Ray, bless you and, and yeah, uh, good luck to you. I know, I know you're doing well. Yeah, we I'm following you on Facebook, buddy. You look great. You just, it looks like you're not missing New Jersey at all. <laughs> Ray would walk in the station. We're all sitting yep. around with our heads down, and he yeah. comes strutting in, me walking in like yep. a man. You know, it's a great world out there. It made everybody feel a whole lot yep. better. Uh, beside that, uh, what did he give away? T-shirts, T-shirts, <laughs> megaphones, one megaphones, time. lots a, of good stuff. A lot of good, a lot of great stuff. ideas. A lot of good. Yeah, anyway, thank you, Ray. I, I think he's doing the same thing down uh, for another radio group down in, in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, doing very well. Beautiful uh, family. I, I, I've thrown the idea out, and it can be done. It oh. can be done. Here we go. Bert Fox has got an idea for for an acronym. Oh, New Jersey. And wait a minute, I got to do this before I say yeah, it. Yeah, we got to look at this out. Wait, NJ, we're, we're, we're mapping this out, Bert. Hang NJ Rat. New Jersey raises New Jersey against Rett. taxes. I, I, all right, all right. Think of things. Right, it's, it's, now, it's, look, put, put it on. Put it on. You know, whatever you're typing on here, we'll go through that. You know what I'm I'm talking about, and I'm going to sort of end this and let it go, like we got our toe in the door, hopefully. Right. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Give us an idea. We need a good acronym. We had grip, get rid of incumbent politicians. Uh, I had one grasp, right? Get, get rid, rid of, of all sitting, all po- all, all po- sitting politicians. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm looking here for something like uh, that comes out uh, eliminate. No, no. Oh, okay. Uh, what was the? I had an oh, erupt. Erupt. Let me okay. erupt in something. This was eliminate, and I can't come up with an R. Usurious property taxes. You know how we got the name Grip? Just an aside. I was talking about it one morning before we started that, and said, "Okay, here's what I want to do. Here's what we want to do, and see people, you know, organize for." Uh, we need an acronym so it'd make it easier. And I got two, I got a whole bunch of emails, but two right off the bat. One came from Bob Engel, who was the uh, State House Bureau right. Chief of the Gannett also, Papers. Also worked here for a while. With GRIP, mm -hmm. yeah. get rid of incumbent politicians. And the other one was just from a listener, an anonymous listener whose name I don't know right now, but they came in exactly the same time. And they called in, so they get, called into the show, right? And then they, they thought of it. Yeah. All right, let's see. Michael. Michael says to band to all band together to stop all these tax hike loving sanctuary state creating American uh, comma America <laughs> private sector. See, I get worked Wait, up. Wait, how, you, I'm, how I'm, are you going to fit all that on a, on, a, on the top of a hat? I'm channeling Michael. How are we uh, going to put that on a T-shirt? No, no, Mike? this is his comment. <laughs> to all band together, uh, to all of us band together to stop all these tax hike loving sanctuary state creating American private sector worker hating corrupt career morally bankrupt okay. Democrat New Jersey politicians. Uh, spread the word and get involved. Absolutely, but I'm not going to put that on my hat. <laughs> Thank so, you. But no, uh, no, give this some thought. I know it, it but see, what I'm not talking about the usual thing of write your legislators. No, yeah. you need a groundswell, yes. a grassroots movement. Yeah. And again, I'm suggesting Bill because, uh, again, I've had a chance, obviously, to observe him and respect what he's doing. To me, he's perfect, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. when it comes to speaking. Now, I don't know. I haven't talked to Bill about it. You said he he. Uh, oh, he was flattered that you would think he didn't of him get like mad. that. No, no, no. He's very pleased. <laughs> so know? anyway, so but uh, in the story of uh, Rose, if you didn't hear the conclusion yeah. on that, um, the radio station started a GoFundMe page for Rose once her story came to us. We posted it, and your generosity was able to raise over oh. the amount of her taxes and even some into next year. The uh, GoFundMe wasn't ours. Oh, it was somebody else's. Okay, okay, we, we probably, so GoFundMe page was. I like to think it's ours. Okay, we can. Can anybody sue me for thinking it's ours? So I, I don't think so. Stand corrected, but there was a Go GoFundMe page, and the funds were raised. Her taxes uh, were paid for this year and part of next year. So thank you for all great. your generosity. That's great, and there should be more. But uh, <laughs> you see, it's so refreshing when you look around and you see, oh boy, nothing but apathy. We talk about this. I used to say, as I've said many a time trying to tell people about what was going on. I'd come in in the morning to the radio station, get in here about 3.30, went on the air at 6, and I'd spend the time, my image was, I had a rutabaga, a giant purple turnip. Right. I put it on my desk. I had three hours to try to convince it that it had a soul. <laughs> Never worked. So I'm turning it over, to, I, I hope, and I'm very serious about this, uh, and I hope yeah. Bill will give it serious. Yeah. So go fund me. Do you ever give money to no funny? No, um, I think I did for a local uh, person who's having health issues up uh, in our town, but I haven't done it that often. I did twice. I think it's great. First time, there was a school teacher, somebody may remember this, a few years back, and I believe it was a parochial school, and she got fired for a non-politically correct stand against right. a program 
that the uh, very politically correct program that the school was instituting, she didn't try to stop it. She didn't do anything. She went along with it, had her kids draw pictures of whatever this was, some diversity matter or other, and uh, hung them up and the like, but she got fired. And this happened a lot. Yeah. This ha and I had a whole file of people this happened to in New Jersey. Right. And somebody started to go fund me because here was a teacher, a young teacher, and she needed the... Uh, Needed she, the she needed to survive, yeah. and if she's going to get so, and that's not going to good, look good on her teaching record when she goes look for a yeah. new job. So I sent money. Now, under pressure, the school relented and hired her back. She uh, came out with that, posted that. GoFundMe got back in touch and sent me my money back, or took mm -hmm. it off PayPal. Okay. The only other time, which I think is kind of funny, well, the only other time that I ever gave was for a weed man. Oh, Ed Fortune okay. needed some money to get, when he got out of jail in New Jersey for one of his marijuana charges, needed money to get out of Dodge to get back to California. So I contributed, you know, to that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was about it. But I also know Ed now. He's back in the news again, Weed Man. Yeah. He has a restaurant in Trenton. And he beamed a couple of uh, distractors yeah. with a fire little, extinguisher. A couple of hoodlums at Ed's uh, restaurant. So yeah, he, so good for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always had a, a very positive feeling yeah. for him. So. Uh, what else you want to talk about? Okay, what else do I want to talk? Uh, have you got something big or, uh, well, or, or uh, medium? Size? No, no. The uh, you want to talk about the uh, the suicide? Oh yeah, yeah. Because today thir yeah. this is Thursday. Today the uh, assisted suicide uh, bill or law right. kicks Goes in into effect. And in New Jersey, I won't get into all of the uh, uh, requirements. I think people are are aware of that right now. Oh, okay, here's another one. Uh, Judy says, uh, give. Get involved, vote in the election. Elect Republicans. Oh, it says, oh giver. It says for giver. That's good. Hey, Judy, thank you. That's good. That's not our, not our Judy. No, no. Uh, Judy, but anyway, Judy it's a good yeah. name. Right. Say that for her. Get involved. Now, now I don't like the elect Republicans because I, I want this by party. Elect Republicans. Elect Democrats. Elect uh, what? Huck Balahaps. <laughs> Our uh, Dukabors. <laughs> Aren't they the bunch in Canada that used to make political protests by taking off all their clothes and marching down the main street? And oh boy, did they look bad. <laughs> I say the Dukabors ate awfully well, <laughs> if you could tell. Uh, but back to the suicide law, which is a very sobering subject. Uh, there are safeguards, so called that would allow a person to end their own life by jumping through a number of procedural hoops. And I'll let you look that up. Uh, and it's good. This is good. But it's time-consuming, and if a person's decided they cannot take the suffering anymore, I don't know if you want to wait for weeks while you go through all of these procedures, but what got me, and I'll cut to the chase here, my uh, observation and this is sort of the end of the story. They say that the pills that will be legally sanctioned to get this prescription that you can get if you go through all of these things and you take it yourself, uh, you know, under whatever circumstances you want, would cost four to $5,000. Wow, and they're not covered under insurance. And it's not covered on insurance. Wow. So four to $5,000. Now, I know this is cynical, but I couldn't help but think here is the pharmaceutical industry. <laughs> Salivating, probably? Well, they, they profit on products to keep you alive. Now they'll profit from products to keep you dead. Thank and you. so you can say that the pharmaceutical industry 
has your back. And the reason they have your back is this is probably where you keep your wallet, you know, mm. in your, your yeah. hip pocket here. So I, I, I it's, well, anyway. Now, now tell uh, me. Am death, I, like everything else in America, Gosh, I'm getting cynical because when I, I anytime there's a bill or a law in New Jersey, I kind of follow the money trail. And I don't know this one. Uh, I, I have no idea how it really works out, who makes the product at all. But it's like death, like everything else in America, is at its dollar value. Now, am I to understand that a doctor or a physician does not have to be in attendance when the pill is administered to the, the someone that that wants is to my understanding um, that's that's wrought with problems you, in my opinion the the key thing is i think that you have to have a quote disinterested witness and this means it can't be doctors you cannot have anybody who is a relative or uh, anybody who would be entitled to any kind of a portion of the decedent's estate to administer to uh, to administer uh, no operator or employee of a health care facility, other than, I guess, a uh, long-term care facility who would almost have to be there. And uh, the patient, uh, where the patient is a resident, so we could do it there. Uh, yeah, I think there are going to be a lot of situations arise. Uh, that'll be questioned and see how this thing works out. And aren't there probably religious concerns for some? There would be religious concerns, of course, but this leaves it up to the person and kind of eliminates the influence of, of, of outside influence, whether it be a religious organization or beliefs that the family members would have. And uh, here is a, uh, a person who says the... Uh, and I'm looking to see exactly... Well, anyway... They say, we don't know how it's going to roll out in New Jersey. We don't know what kind of access to doctors we're, who, who are willing to prescribe. That's another thing. Doctors don't have to prescribe this. Uh, we don't know who's available. We don't know who's been trained to do this yet. So there are a lot of ifs. A lot of, but lot under of those circumstances, they've had this same law in, in uh, Oregon. And I think in one other state, is it New York? There's uh, two states. Not sure. I think it's New York. Uh, for a while. And I had read somewhere that up to a, thousand, up to a third of the people who go through this opt out. They changed their mind at the last moment. After they've taken the pill? Or no, 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 no. no. That's, that's a little late. <laughs> right. So, I mean, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's like, you know, seriously, there, how there long was a man. Take, do we know how long it takes? I've often wondered, and I think people do, if somebody who's going to take their own life, once they have gone over the tipping point by whatever means they chose, and were still somewhat conscious, did they change their mind? Right. I don't know. And there was one case, a man in, in California who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. And I think he had either was rescued, I know he was plucked out of the water quickly, uh, or he survived for a while. And he said, yeah, as soon as he got over the point that there was no return, he changed his mind. He didn't, what am I doing? So something to think about, people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's frightening and it's, it's open with, with a lot of loopholes. Um, uh. Do we know how long it takes for the uh, the pill to take effect? I have no idea. You can look that up rather than us to... Yeah. I, I have the story here, but rather than just read a story, look it up. It's on New Jersey 101.5. And uh, that's that's still up, isn't it, Dan? NJ1015.com. NJ1015.com. And uh, Michael Simon's a, a yeah. statehouse reporter. Fabulous reporter for us. Uh, wrote this for us. So, 
Yeah, so what's also, uh, yeah, this is such a macabre thing to think about, and I've, I, everybody's thought at one time or other about that, but maybe, you know, most of the time not very seriously. And I would include myself in that. And you think of what would be ideal. One of the things that would bother me most, and I think people generally are not as much afraid of dying as the vehicle that gets you there. Hmm. And as uh, Shakespeare said in Hamlet's soliloquy, what, to dream? Perhaps to dream. Is there something after that? And, of course, nobody has the faintest idea. So these things will kind of put you back. But if it would seem to me that if a person was determined to do that for whatever reason, and uh, I hope that there is some kind of divine intervention in you or everyone who, once that thought occurs because there are very realistic, reasonable, rational reasons to not do something like that. But the thought, if you want to do it, get it on. You know, you'd want to. And you're going to go through this long procedure, and especially this is supposed to be people who are in such horrible pain. Yeah. Now, if you are, have palliatives to ease that pain so much you're not, then your brain couldn't be working properly yeah. could it i mean so, i mean so many things play yeah, into this a thing. reason yeah but if you pay five thousand dollars for a little uh end of right, life pill pills five thousand dollars and you can go down to the drugstore and buy a thousand bottle of aspirin with a thousand in there for 9.95 right <laughs> and I, forgive me for bringing that up but it used to be at one time uh Overdosing right, people on on uh, legitimate painkillers right. and all, so there, there's some things in here that you just wonder. I cannot go too far trying to get into the head of a person who is suicidal. I, I just don't, you know, think that way about it. But anyway, that starts today. Uh, the uh, let's see what else. Oh, oh, you know something, the weather. Hmm. Now this gets up your alley a bit too. We have had these horrible, hot, and humid days. Mm -hmm. And the air quality has been, today it was red, it was listed as dangerous. Right. It has been in the orange zone for four or five days. Oh, yeah, we've had a couple of stretches yeah. like that. Anything over 90 degrees, it yeah. just gets disgusting. And uh, But it's also the pollutants. I'm talking about the air quality. Yes, the smog. Uh, and so this comes in, we're told, from uh, what Midwest... Uh, uh, factories, you know, burning fossil fuels and the like, in addition to the indigenous pollutants that we have. But what has struck me, and we're talking about government and people in high places, that if you get five days of dangerous weather, this is critical. People are going to die from this. It's not that, oh, I'll go out, I'm not going to bother, I'll go out and do something, dig a ditch, or, or uh, you know, older people yeah. especially, cut the grass or what have you. I'll be okay. Yeah, now, today. This is cumulative, we are told. And this builds up right. in your respiratory system diseases and, and, and the circulatory system and the like. This is deadly. Have you heard anybody get up, go out on the state house steps and say, I'm going to do, see that something's done about it? I haven't heard a word. Mm, no. 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 And here we live with it every day. Yeah. Dangerous air quality. Dangerous to breathe. Hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> it's getting to be the norm during this season. So, uh, well, uh, I, I had a thing. I don't, did you mention this morning, you talked about, I had an idea for solving the Middle East crisis and all other... We, we, we mentioned that. We were looking forward to uh, your uh, I, idea. I, well, and I do it 
as a Jersey model, how long have we been doing this, Bob? Uh, the, uh, I mean, today, right now. Oh, oh we've been on for about uh, 40 minutes. Oh, God. I, I th- okay. I, I'm, I'm going to throw a teaser out. And you know me, a teaser could last 20 minutes. <laughs> Once I get rolling here. Uh, I just, okay, uh, let me do one thing from, from uh, uh, Tina. Tina says, may not be such a great thing. He's talking about this uh, suicide. assisted suicide. Soon the insurance companies will decide whether you live or if too sick and have to die because you don't meet the criteria of a viable life. That's been brought up. You know who brought that up? There was a man, he was, his name was Emanuel. He's the brother of the mayor of Chicago, who was the Obama chief of staff. Rahm Emanuel's brother. And he's a very prominent physician. He helped write the Medicare law. You might remember this. In the beginning when they are writing the Medicare laws, he wanted inserted in there something to the effect that the government recognizes that anybody over 70 should not continue living. He actually yes. promoted oh, that. that was him. You remember that? I remember the story. Now I yeah. didn't know who it was. So I'm not yeah. making this up. Hmm. That nobody had a right to live beyond 70. I'd love to see this person on the last day of his 69th birthday. Right. <laughs> see how, he, how he gets out of that. <laughs> there was a novel by Gore Vidal, the great American novelist, called, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, uh, I, I remember the name of the head character was John Cage, which was J.C., a takeoff on Jesus, the Messiah. The Messiah was the name of the novel. Somebody may have read that as American literature majors, yeah. which I was at one time, mm-hmm. uh, how I got into this. And the idea was that this person, almost a Messiah, arose, and his idea was suicide. Suicide was good. It was great. It was profound experience, and everybody should do it. And every, people bought it, and they got into a centers where you could go and do that very peacefully and everything. And so it became the rage to, to uh, commit suicide, to end your life. Until it got down to the point that when he reached the age of 33, people started asking, okay, when are you going to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He didn't. No, of course not. The movement collapsed. Mm. Uh, Oh, I was on on the the weather? Yes, about the... uh, Oh, the Middle East, uh, solving the Middle Middle East. Oh, the Middle East, yes. Uh, Okay. What's your plan to to end the world's turmoil? uh, End the world's turmoil, and we can do it. It'll be much less expensive than what we're... Now, and we can do a test case. The test case, and as I said, this is based on a New Jersey model. Now, the upshot of this is that you go into these countries and you can do an airlift or you can drop. And you drop on them widescreen television sets. Uh, you do uh, some cars and a lot of creature comforts. Uh, you go out and you collect all of this stuff, buy out all the stores as seen on TV drop all of these gadgets in that country. Now you can, and also... And a couple of Chia Pets. Chia Pets. Uh, oh, Pet Rocks. Pet Rocks, right. Yeah, and, and Hula Hoops. Now you can't tell me that any current jihadist is going to continue to carry out jihad when he has got a poke heel pocket fisherman. Right. <laughs> or a yo-yo. Or a, a yo-yo, yo-yo. Or a Duncan yo-yo <laughs> in his hand. And, it, and also the uh, you could do pharmaceuticals mm. because you could drop uh, these uh, well uh, products that cure everything under the sun, but you want you want the uh, the the uh, with the over the counter ones. Now, what responsible uh, Taliban is going to put on his vest and go out to blow something up? No, when he can, when he can get a pill there that will relieve him of ED, <laughs> and he'll come up with another idea. Mm. 
and, and also, you see, well, some of these pharmaceuticals, you see the commercial is going to save you. Then they come out with a disclaimer about how it could possibly kill you at the same right. time. And then the next spot is by the law firm who is suing people who took that product. <laughs> so we will also provide lawyers <laughs> for people in these countries. We could try this with, uh, with any, take a Mideastern country. Have like a, like a test country. Uh, you do a test country. Yeah. Now the point is, having all of these things has made us completely apathetic. Now that's not a pejorative. Uh, this, look around. This is, this is why we're talking about the property taxes. But it would take, People are distracted and carried away. But it takes some of these third world countries off the minds of war yes, and killing it, each it, other. It's a whole thing. Yeah. They will be getting things. Right. And eventually, and, and it would not cost nearly as much. One bomb, one, uh, what, um, missile, the, the, this, millions of dollars. Mm. How many millions of these devices that blow the wax out of your ear yeah. Can you buy? Yeah, and they could probably use those nose hair clippers. Sure, they can use too, that. Yeah. Our, our, our oxy stuff. <laughs> Everything I mean, with you oxy. Can, if, you can, yeah. if you can wash your dirty right. nightshirt, which seems to be the costume, uh, and go out and strut around with it glowing, why, what uh, that? Also, sports. Yes, the sports can keep them entertained for years. Right. So, so, so many things. Okay. Well, that's. So, I'll, what, I'll next week. I'll get into more more detail on that. But that's the yeah. basic plan. You take the New Jersey model of the American model. What made us apathetic and the fact that we sit around and put up with practically everything and take it with a modicum of equanimity. Send it over stop. to the Middle We're East. We're too busy accumulating yeah. stuff. It's uh, what? Consumerism on steroids. Put them on. <laughs> Whip a little consumerism Whip on. Whip a little consumerism on those people. And I'll <laughs> guarantee you, yes, there's, there's not going to be, uh, well. Any more turmoil. Yeah. You could have a used bomb vest sale somewhere, you know, but I don't know, put them in museums or something. You wouldn't need it anymore. Yeah. All right, listen, Jim Gerhardt, I'm not going to tell you which one after that. And Bob Williams, thank you very much. And we'd love to have your, uh, your response to this, please. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.